Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You don't need God to give you something. You need to draw out what God has already put on the inside of you. We're asking God for more when the truth is you've already got it. You don't need more. What you need is revelation of what you've already got. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. I'm now in the middle of my fifth week of teaching on a subject that I've entitled, You've Already Got It. I've got a book by this title, study guides, DVDs, CDs, a lot of material, and I have covered a lot of material. I hadn't got time to go back through everything, but again, I would really encourage you to get this teaching. I know some of you watch the program every day and you think, well, I've watched it and so I've already got all of this, but there's a difference in getting it in little 30-minute segments and being able to just sit down and get it all at one time through reading a book or watching the DVDs, listening to the CDs. Also, it enables you to go back over this. You don't just get it one time. I've been teaching this for 50 years, and I have said this over and over, and the more I focus on this and the more I share it, the more it impacts me. You need to be able to go back over this. Plus, uh, having these materials enables you to share it with other people. Specifically, our uh, study guides enable you to teach Bible studies. You can go to our website. You can actually print out all of these questions, and it's made so that you can disciple people in Sunday school, Bible studies, things like that. I've been teaching this week from Colossians chapter 1, and this whole chapter is praying that you would just get an understanding, a revelation of what you've already got. It talks about that you have already been made meet, capable, able to partake of the inheritance. You've already been delivered from the kingdom of darkness and translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. You have already got redemption. You already have been reconciled. You have Christ in you, the hope of glory. I spent quite a bit of time on yesterday's program talking about that that this isn't something that's going to become reality when you go to heaven. It's reality now. You don't need God to give you more. You need to understand what you have and in faith, release it. You can use more of God. You could see more of God manifest in your life, but not because God touches you and gives you more, but because you renew your mind and learn how to start drawing out what God has already put on the inside of you. So in Colossians chapter 2, verse 1, THIS IS THE APOSTLE PAUL SPEAKING, AND HE SAID, FOR I WOULD THAT YOU KNEW WHAT GREAT CONFLICT I HAVE FOR YOU AND FOR THEM AT LAODICEA AND FOR AS MANY AS HAVE NOT SEEN MY FACE IN THE FLESH. YOU KNOW, I HADN'T GOT TIME TO GO BACK AND GIVE YOU ALL THE BACKGROUND OF THIS, BUT THERE WAS A MAN NAMED EPHRAS IN uh, COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 7, WHO APPARENTLY HAD ENCOUNTERED PAUL AND HIS MINISTRY IN EPHESUS AND SO HE GOT BORN AGAIN, AND HE'S THE ONE THAT TOOK THE GOSPEL TO THE PEOPLE IN Colossae. AND THIS IS WHAT HE SAYS IN COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 7. HE SAYS, AS YOU ALSO LEARNED OF Epaphras, OUR DEAR FELLOW SERVANT, WHO FOR YOU IS A FAITHFUL MINISTER OF CHRIST. SO THIS MAN GOT CONVERTED UNDER PAUL'S MINISTRY, WENT TO Colossae, SHARED WITH THEM. BUT PAUL HERE IS SAYING THAT I HAVE GREAT CONFLICT JUST TO MAKE SURE THAT YOU GOT THIS. DID YOU KNOW ANYTIME YOU SHARE SOMETHING SECOND-HAND, IT'S POSSIBLE THAT SOMETHING WAS LEFT OUT, SOMETHING WAS EMPHASIZED DIFFERENTLY THAN THE ORIGINAL MESSAGE. 
IF ANY OF YOU REMEMBER, I BET YOU ALL OF US AT SOME TIME OR ANOTHER HAVE PLAYED A GAME THAT SOMETIMES IS CALLED GOSSIP, AND YOU HAVE LIKE SIX PEOPLE HERE, AND YOU WHISPER SOMETHING IN THE PERSON'S EAR, AND THEN THEY TURN AROUND AND PASS IT DOWN. AND I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THAT BY THE TIME IT GETS TO THE SIXTH PERSON, THERE IS GOING TO BE SOME CHANGE, SOME NUANCE. THERE'S SOMETHING DIFFERENT. PEOPLE WILL NOT REPEAT EVERYTHING WORD FOR WORD. SOMETHING WILL BE LEFT OUT. SOMETHING WILL BE ADDED. AND OFTEN, I'VE ACTUALLY DONE THIS AND PLAYED THIS KIND OF GAME, AND SOMETIMES YOU GET THE EXACT OPPOSITE. IT'S CHANGED COMPLETELY FROM WHAT IT STARTED TO WHAT IT WINDS UP BECAUSE THERE'S JUST A LITTLE BIT OF DIFFERENCE AS EVERY PERSON REPEATS IT. SO THIS IS WHAT THE APOSTLE PAUL IS SAYING. HE WAS CONFLICTED FOR THESE PEOPLE. HE WANTED TO MAKE SURE THAT EPHRAS HAD REPRESENTED EVERYTHING PERFECTLY THE WAY THAT PAUL WANTED IT TO BE. SO IN VERSE 2, HE SAYS, THAT THEIR HEARTS MIGHT BE COMFORTED BEING KNIT TOGETHER IN LOVE. AND NOTICE, THIS IS AMAZING RIGHT HERE. THINK WITH ME FOR JUST A MOMENT. DON'T PASS OVER THIS SCRIPTURE, BUT GIVE SOME TIME TO THINK ABOUT THIS VERSE. HE'S PRAYING THAT THEIR HEARTS MIGHT BE COMFORTED BEING KNIT TOGETHER IN LOVE UNTO ALL RICHES OF THE FULL ASSURANCE OF UNDERSTANDING TO THE ACKNOWLEDGEMENT OF THE MYSTERY OF GOD AND OF THE FATHER AND OF CHRIST. WHAT IS THAT MYSTERY? I JUST DEALT WITH THIS YESTERDAY IN COLOSSIANS 1:27. IT SAYS THAT GOD WOULD MAKE KNOWN WHAT IS THE RICHES OF THE GLORY OF THIS MYSTERY AMONG THE GENTILES, WHICH IS CHRIST IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY. SO NOW PLUG ALL THAT BACK INTO COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 2, AND HE'S PRAYING THAT YOU WOULD UNDERSTAND THE ACKNOWLEDGEMENT OF THE MYSTERY OF GOD, WHICH IS CHRIST IN YOU. HE'S PRAYING, AND LET ME JUST START AT THE END OF THIS VERSE AND WORK BACKWARDS. SO HE'S PRAYING ABOUT YOU UNDERSTANDING THE MYSTERY, WHICH IS CHRIST IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY. BUT LOOK AT THIS. IT SAYS THAT YOU WOULD ACKNOWLEDGE THE MYSTERY OF GOD. YOU CAN'T ACKNOWLEDGE SOMETHING THAT DOESN'T ALREADY EXIST. MAN, I COULD SPEND TIME EXPANDING ON THIS, BUT YOU ONLY ACKNOWLEDGE THINGS THAT ALREADY EXIST. IF IT HASN'T HAPPENED YET, YOU CAN'T ACKNOWLEDGE IT. YOU, you ACKNOWLEDGE THINGS THAT ARE ALREADY REALITY. SO THIS IS PRAYING THAT YOU WOULD JUST GET A REVELATION, AN ACKNOWLEDGEMENT OF WHAT YOU ALREADY HAVE, CHRIST IN YOU, AND THEN IT SAYS THAT YOU WOULD GET THE UNDERSTANDING TO THE ACKNOWLEDGEMENT. OF THE MYSTERY. SO IN OTHER WORDS, IT'S ONE THING TO ACKNOWLEDGE SOMETHING IS TRUE, BUT THEN TO UNDERSTAND WHAT THAT MEANS. WHAT DOES IT REALLY MEAN TO HAVE CHRIST LIVING ON THE INSIDE OF YOU? HE'S NOT OUT THERE SOMEWHERE JUST OBSERVING YOU THAT IF YOU PRAY AND DO EVERYTHING RIGHT, MAYBE HE WILL MOVE AND COME DOWN AND STRETCH FORTH HIS HAND AND HEAL YOU AND TOUCH YOU AND DO... NO, HE'S ALREADY IN YOU. YOU'VE GOT TO ACKNOWLEDGE THAT. YOU'VE GOT TO UNDERSTAND WHAT THAT MEANS. AND THEN IT SAYS YOU HAVE TO GET THE ASSURANCE OF UNDERSTANDING TO THE ACKNOWLEDGEMENT OF THE MYSTERY. SO IN OTHER WORDS, IT'S ONE THING TO ACKNOWLEDGE SOMETHING. IT'S ANOTHER THING TO UNDERSTAND IT, BUT THEN TO GET ASSURED OF IT. THIS IS WHERE ALL DOUBT IS REMOVED. AND THEN YOU BACK UP ONE MORE WORD. IT SAYS YOU GET THE FULL ASSURANCE OF UNDERSTANDING TO THE ACKNOWLEDGEMENT OF THIS MYSTERY OF CHRIST IN YOU. IT'S ONE THING TO ACKNOWLEDGE THAT, WELL, YES, THIS IS TRUE. I'VE HEARD THIS. I ACKNOWLEDGE THAT I'VE HEARD THIS. BUT THEN TO UNDERSTAND IT, AND APPLY IT TO YOUR LIFE, THEN TO GET THE ASSURANCE OF IT, THEN TO GET THE FULL ASSURANCE, AND THEN YOU BACK UP AGAIN. IT SAYS THAT UNTO THE RICHES 
of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, which is Colossians 1:27, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Man, can you understand? This is powerful. I've ministered on this for over an hour, and I just skipped through this real quickly. But there's... Uh, most people don't even acknowledge that Christ is in them. They pray things like, Oh, God, come and be with us as we meet. How can He not be with you if He's in you? Forgive me for just being blunt, but that is one stupid prayer to pray, Oh, God, come and be with us. And Jesus Himself said that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst. He's always with us because He's in us. Hebrews chapter 13 says He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And so He's always with us. But when two or three are gathered together, there's already a special anointing and presence of God. And yet people will pray, God, come and be with us as we meet today. That's a stupid prayer. <laughs> Forgive me for being blunt. And I know some people don't like that because it rubs your religion the wrong way, but it reveals that you don't have the acknowledgement and the understanding and the assurance and the full assurance and the riches of the full assurance of the understanding to the acknowledgement of this mystery of Christ being in you. And it's revealed by the way we pray, God, come and be with us. We pray and say, oh God, go with us as we leave this place. That's again a dumb prayer. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. And people say, well, you're splitting hairs. Well, it's important. It's important that you start acknowledging and understand that you've already got everything. That's what this whole teaching is about. You've already got it. And yet the average Christian lives like God hasn't done anything. He can do it. And maybe if you'll pray, maybe if you'll go to church, maybe if you'll pay your tithes, if you'll pray more, if you'll study more, if you'll do this, maybe God will give you something. I'm saying that God has already given you everything that there is to get. You don't need any more. You just need to acknowledge Christ in you, the hope of glory. Then you need to understand what that means to have God Almighty living on the inside of you. Then you need to get the assurance of it. Then you need to get fully assured. Paul said, I am fully persuaded. Well, it's great that Paul was fully persuaded, but are you fully persuaded? Do you have the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory? Man, that is a mouthful. I know that a lot of people don't spend the effort to look at things this way. They don't dig down and get this, and they just deal with things on a surface level, and as a result, you only get surface results. You just get minor results. Man, this is rich, what Paul is saying. In the next verse, he says, "...in whom are hid all of the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ is all of the wisdom, all of the knowledge, everything that you need to live a successful Christian life is in Christ." And look in verse 4, "...and this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words." You know what he's saying? He says, "...if you understood what you already have, then Satan wouldn't be able to deceive you. Other people wouldn't be able to deceive you." Did you know that Adam and Eve, there, uh, Satan came to them and tried to uh, lie to them, deceive them, telling them that they didn't have everything that they needed. When the truth was, he was saying that if you'll eat this fruit, you'll be like God. The truth was they were already like God. They didn't know what they had. 
In a sense, you can give Adam and Eve a pass because they didn't understand sin. They didn't understand what destruction Satan would, uh, re you know, uh, work on the whole human race. In a sense, they were naive and didn't know. We can't claim to be naive. We have seen death, destruction, sickness, hatred, anger, bitterness, on and on. There's just no way that we can claim to be naive, but yet Satan is using the same tactics because we don't know who we are. We don't know what we have. And so Satan is coming and saying, oh, you would be more happy. You'd be more content. Everything would be perfect if you just had more money, if you just had a different mate, if you had this. And he's trying to get you away from these things and draw you away from Christ. If you knew if you truly acknowledge Christ in you, if you understood that, if you had the assurance, the full assurance, the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement that Christ is in you, and if you understood that everything you will ever need is in Christ, you can be 100% content and complete in Christ regardless of what's going on around you. If you fully understood that, then nobody would be able to deceive you. You know, I lived in a bunker in Vietnam that I built with my own hands. And that bunker had rats in it. We had rats that were this big without their tail. I mean, they were huge. I remember one time trying to kill one with my combat boot that had a steel plate in the bottom, and I had to hit that thing 10 or 15 times to kill it. I mean, the thing was huge. And these rats would crawl on you. You could feel them crawling on you at night. We had hundreds in my bunker that I built, hundreds of cockroaches that at night would just crawl all over. You, you could just feel them crawling all over you. And in the morning, you'd have little red spots where they had bitten you and things like this. And I mean, that was just a daily occurrence. We got one time separated and we were under such attack that they couldn't bring water into us by helicopter. We lived on top of a mountain and so there wasn't a water source. It all had to be airlifted in. And so they rationed water to us for over two months. And all we got was one canteen cup of water per day. That was our ration. And it wasn't the canteen full. It was just the cup that the canteen fit in. You got one cup of that per day. You could either shave with it, you could bathe with it, or you could drink it. The temperature was 115 degrees, and I guarantee you, we were sweating and losing, uh, you know, body moisture out of our pores and stuff, and so I drank it to survive. And as a result, that meant I went two months without a bath. I would sit there. We didn't have, you know, I wouldn't wear my shirt and I'd just sit there and rub myself and the dirt would roll off and pile up on the floor and I'd sweep it out of the bunker. I went through filth. I went through hunger. I ate sea rations for 13 months. I had rats crawling on me. I had uh, cockroaches crawling on me. And you know what? It was one of the best times of my life. There was hardship. I'm not saying that there weren't things, but I had a wonderful relationship with the Lord because I knew who I was. I knew that God was real. I was in relationship with God, and I came out of Vietnam stronger than when I went there. And so I can tell you that everything that we need is in Christ.
SEE, IF YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND WHO YOU ARE, IF YOU DON'T SEE CHRIST IN YOU, THEN YOU GET TO THINKING THAT, OH, I'VE GOT TO HAVE THIS NEW JOB. I'VE GOT TO HAVE THIS NEW PLACE. I'VE GOT TO HAVE THIS NEW CAR. I'VE GOT TO HAVE THESE CLOTHES. I'VE GOT TO HAVE THIS JEWELRY. I'VE GOT TO HAVE THIS MATE. I'VE GOT TO HAVE THIS RETIREMENT. I'VE GOT TO... AND YOU LOOK IN ALL OF THESE OTHER THINGS FOR FULFILLMENT. AND THEY'RE FINE IN THEIR PLACE. YOU KNOW, I WENT 13 MONTHS AND NEVER TOOK A HOT SHOWER. AND EVEN THOUGH IT WAS HOT IN VIETNAM, THERE WAS A WINTER THAT WE WENT THROUGH THERE. AND I MEAN, I HAD TO TAKE... WHEN WE FINALLY GOT TO WHERE WE COULD TAKE SHOWERS, I HAD TO TAKE A COLD SHOWER. AND I HATED THAT. AND TO THIS DAY, I MEAN, EVEN IN THE HEAT OF SUMMER, I TAKE A HOT SHOWER. I JUST SWORE (laughs) THAT I'D NEVER TAKE ANOTHER COLD SHOWER AGAIN IN MY LIFE IF I DIDN'T HAVE TO. SO ANYWAY, I'M SAYING THAT, YOU KNOW WHAT? THOSE THINGS THAT I DID WITHOUT they're, THEY'RE FINE IN THEIR PLACE. AND TODAY I'VE, YOU KNOW, GOT THINGS AND I'VE GOT A NICE CAR. I'VE GOT ALL THESE THINGS. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH THEM. BUT I KNOW THAT MY LIFE CONSISTS IN WHO I AM IN CHRIST. AND I HAVE BEEN THROUGH HARDSHIP AND I'VE BEEN WITHOUT AND I JUST SUCCEEDED AND I WAS PROSPEROUS AND GOD WAS BLESSING ME BECAUSE I KNEW CHRIST WAS IN ME, THE HOPE OF GLORY. IF YOU UNDERSTAND THIS, IT JUST TAKES AWAY SATAN'S TEMPTATIONS. YOU DON'T CARE. I MEAN, IF YOU GET A NEW HOUSE, FINE. IF YOU DON'T, YOU CAN LIVE IN A BUNKER. I'VE LIVED IN A BUNKER FOR 13 MONTHS. I SURVIVED. I COULD DO IT AGAIN. IF YOU HAVE A HOT SHOWER, FINE. BUT IF YOU DON'T, I I WENT 13 MONTHS WITHOUT A HOT SHOWER. I COULD DO IT AGAIN. YOU KNOW, I'VE BEEN WITHOUT. I COULD DO IT AGAIN. I TAKE ADVANTAGE OF THE BLESSINGS THAT GOD HAS GIVEN ME, BUT MY LIFE I KNOW IS CENTERED IN CHRIST. I'VE GOT CHRIST LIVING ON THE INSIDE OF ME, AND THAT'S THE FOCUS OF MY LIFE. AND THIS ISN'T JUST FOR ME. THERE'S SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT you, THIS IS JUST LIKE I'M a, a PERSON FROM A DIFFERENT PLANET. IT'S LIKE YOU'VE NEVER THOUGHT THESE THINGS. You, YOU'VE GOT TO HAVE ALL OF THESE THINGS. YOUR LIFE IS DEPENDENT. YOU ARE CODEPENDENT UPON ALL OF THESE PHYSICAL THINGS, UPON PEOPLE'S ACCEPTANCE. I'M TELLING YOU, THAT'S A POSITION OF WEAKNESS. YOU NEED TO UNDERSTAND WHO YOU ARE IN CHRIST. YOU NEED TO SEE CHRIST IN YOU, THE HOPE OF GLORY, AND ACKNOWLEDGE IT, AND THEN UNDERSTAND IT, AND THEN GET ASSURED OF IT, FULL ASSURANCE, AND RICHES OF THE FULL ASSURANCE OF UNDERSTANDING TO THE ACKNOWLEDGEMENT OF THIS MYSTERY OF CHRIST IN YOU. AND ONCE YOU DO THAT, THEN NOBODY WILL BE ABLE TO BEGUILE YOU. NOBODY WILL BE ABLE TO TEMPT YOU AND TELL YOU THAT YOU AREN'T COMPLETE UNTIL YOU GET THIS OR THIS OR THIS. NO, I AM COMPLETE IN CHRIST. IT GOES ON AND SAYS THIS IN JUST A FEW VERSES. IN VERSE 5, IT SAYS, THIS IS COLOSSIANS 2, 5, IT SAYS, FOR THOUGH I BE ABSENT IN THE FLESH, YET AM I WITH YOU IN THE SPIRIT, JOIN AND BEHOLDING YOUR ORDER AND THE STEADFASTNESS OF YOUR FAITH IN CHRIST. AS YE HAVE THEREFORE RECEIVED CHRIST JESUS THE LORD, SO WALK YE IN HIM. MAN, THAT VERSE HAS BEEN ONE OF THE MAINSTAYS OF MY LIFE. YOU KNOW, I WAS RAISED IN A DENOMINATION THAT TAUGHT THE... uh, THEY WERE EVANGELISTIC AND THEY TAUGHT BEING BORN AGAIN. AND THEY TAUGHT THAT THAT WAS EVERYTHING. AND THEY TAUGHT THAT IT WAS BY GRACE. YOU you ARE A SINNER AND THAT ALL OF SIN AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD. THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH. AND JESUS TOOK THAT DEATH FOR US AND GAVE US LIFE AS A FREE GIFT. AND THEY TAUGHT FORGIVENESS OF SINS, AND I RECEIVED THAT AT EIGHT YEARS OF AGE. BUT THEN ONCE I GOT BORN AGAIN, AS I CONTINUED TO GO TO THAT CHURCH, THEY TAUGHT THAT BASICALLY EVERYTHING ELSE YOU HAVE TO EARN. YOU HAVE TO PRAY ENOUGH. YOU HAVE TO GO TO CHURCH. YOU HAVE TO PAY YOUR tithes, YOU HAVE TO BE HOLY. 
And they taught me a different standard for how to walk with God after I'm saved than before I got saved. By when I, before I got saved, I hadn't been, you know, living holy and doing all of these things. And I came to the Lord. We sang that song, Just As I Am, Without One Plea. But that thy blood was shed for me, O Lamb of God, I come. So I came to God, not giving Him any merit, no goodness on my part. I just received salvation as a gift. But as soon as I got saved, then I had to start earning everything. I had to pray. I had to go to church, pay my tithes, live holy, do this, this, this. And if I didn't do everything just right, God wouldn't give me anything. And then the Lord revealed this first to me that the same way that I received Christ is how I should walk in Him. I didn't receive God because I was living holy and worthy of it. So why should I think now that I'm born again that I have to be holy? If I receive the greatest gift that God could ever give, which is the forgiveness of my sins, salvation, and if I receive that as a gift, then what makes me think these other things that are much less, finances, healing, joy, peace, those things are infinitely less important than the forgiveness of my sins. And if I receive the forgiveness of my sins totally just as I am without one plea, and all I did was put faith in what Jesus did for me, why do I think that I now have to earn all of these things? Man, this is a powerful verse. If you understand that the same way that you receive Christ, that's the way that you should walk with Him now. And it says in verse 7, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. This is saying you abound in faith with thanksgiving. And again, you don't thank God for things that haven't happened yet. Thanksgiving is always about what God has already done. This fits perfectly with the whole point that Colossians has made up to this point about you have already been made meet to be a partaker. You have already been delivered from the power of darkness and you have already been translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. You already have redemption. You already have been reconciled. You already have Christ on the inside of you. You already have this mystery. You just need to acknowledge it and understand it and get the full assurance. And on and on, this is what he's been saying through this whole thing. And now you just need to start thanking God. And when you start thanking Him for what you already have, instead of thanking Him for what you're hoping He's going to do, it just moves you into a different realm. And you start seeing the manifestation of the power of God. I tell you, the things that I've been saying all of this week, but especially today, there are some of you that it's like you are beginning to see the light. It's like you are finally beginning to recognize that, man, in my spirit, I've already got all of this. It's not a matter of asking God and getting God to give it. It's a matter of believing what I already have and releasing what I have instead of trying to go get something that I don't have. It is so much easier to renew your mind and release what you believe you have than it is to go and try and make God give you something that you don't have. Man, that is huge. I tell you, I'm excited. God is going to do something special during these meetings. I am enjoying this conference so much, I literally cannot wipe the smile off my face. Seeing Andrew is great, and being able to meet him was awesome. He speaks into your life like no one I know. 
God has given us everything that we need in seed form and the Word of God has to be sown in your heart. Man, that is powerful. I love the Word that He teaches. It's straightforward. It's the truth. Uh, he compares it with Scripture every single moment. In your spirit, you already have been healed. By His stripes, you were healed, 1 Peter 2.24. You've already got the mind of God, 1 Corinthians 2.16, and you're already blessed, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Andrew's teaching and the love that he has for God's Word and truth, it is the gospel truth. My favorite teaching for real is you, are, you already got it. I got it. I got everything, God's mercy, God's miracles. God healing, God spirit in my life. It's already done and you've already have that healing and you already have all that. It's just an awesome thing to watch. Watch God do what he does when someone will believe him. Andrew's complete teaching titled, You've Already Got It, is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. It's also available in a book and study guide in English or Spanish. Each of these products is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get them in the You've Already Got It package. This package includes the book, the study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $90, but you can get it today for only $60. Andrew's book, You've Already Got It, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. And we encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. God has brought us here to change all of us. Every person here, this is one of the major things you're looking for is change in your life. Changing, growing, experiencing the supernatural testimonies of God within your life. Karis has made an enormous impact to me. It has opened up doors that I could have never have opened myself. All of those dreams and desires that you've had in your heart, and you can learn how to step out of Karis Bible College and immediately begin your vision or your business or whatever it is you want to do. At this point, and it's only been two years, I can't imagine going through life without this anymore. The greatest thing you will ever do is renew your mind by the Word of God. You're going to get laser focused on your purpose and on your gifts and on your calling, and you're going to go out and change the world. Amen? You can determine your destiny. Bring Karis with you wherever you go with our new Karis app. Free to download, the Karis app allows you to easily access everything Karis Bible College has to offer in one place. 
receive exclusive Grace content and explore unique Karis features. Watch or listen to archived resources and teachings. Follow along with the Bible reading plan or listen to the audio Bible. The Karis app brings everything in one place. Download your app today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth TV. That's gospeltruth.tv. It's an internet-based television network, and you are not only going to get my teaching, but you are also going to hear instructors from Karis Bible College. You've got well-known people on there like Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Jesse Duplantis, Keith Moore. These are all people that are friends of mine. You are going to be blessed. So check it out. It's 24-7, gospeltruth.tv.